This is the Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher, the forum for leaders, champions, and dreamers. Welcome back, everyone, to part two of this series on leadership reproduction. If you're just tuning into the show, be sure to go back and listen to last week's episode as I laid the groundwork for this topic and this discussion. We're answering a question from our listener, Paul, who is on a mission to create a leadership brand as someone who can identify and develop future leaders. Last week, we began the discussion by explaining some key principles and identifying potential leaders. That's phase one. That's step one. I got to identify the who, uh, but once I identify the who, I got to start vetting this out. I think I know who, but now I got to prove it. I got to prove it. So today we're going to discuss the next step after identifying them, which is nurturing and developing them to prepare them for the opportunity for advancement in a future leadership role. So let's talk about how do we go about doing this? What are some practical things that we can do? The first thing is mentorship. And man, I say this almost about every point I make in these shows, but man, this one's going to be a tough one to beat as far as its importance. Mentorship is critical. And if you're a frequent listener of this show, you know I am a huge fan of getting around people that have been where you want to go. I mean, I I still to this day do this. Uh, You know, it's a little more challenging as you have some years under your belt. You have some laps around the track. Uh, But, man, if I got to jump in a plane and uh, head to Atlanta, I got to jump on a plane to head to Dallas. I just came back from a conference learning from uh, John Maxwell. I'm doing it like I'm getting around it. The greatest gift that you can give a potential future leader is a great mentor. And I I get a little bit of debate on this in regards to who the mentor should be. Uh, And I'm not really sure who it should be, but I do have some opinions on who it shouldn't be. And it shouldn't be you. I'm not a big fan of the boss being the mentor of the the protege, especially if they have a direct line to you in the org chart. Well, why is that? Well, biases are innately going to happen. You know, I always tell people never have a mentor that's upstream in the org chart. And what I mean by that is do they have any influence over your pay? If they have any influence over your pay, do not make them a mentor. It's just weird. You're not going to be as vulnerable. You're not going to be as transparent. Uh, this person that you're you're trying to develop, they're going to feel this sense of faking it in the meetings, not being as transparent as they need to be. Why? Because they don't want to look dumb. They don't want to ask a dumb question. Uh, why? Because that leader that's mentoring them has what we call reward authority. They have the ability to uh, give or withhold reward, i.e. pay, promotions, so on and so forth. Find this, find these folks mentors outside of your uh, direct line in the org chart. It could be another department within your company. It could be somebody outside of your company. Uh, But don't don't let it be you. I think if it's you, uh, you can definitely put on the coach hat, uh, but not the mentor hat. This mentoring thing 
I, I get it. It's like uh, everybody gets the mentoring thing. My concern is, is that it's become a check in the box. You know, when I go into organizations that have me come in to help with succession planning, identifying future talent, you know, the first question I ask is, do you have a mentoring program? And more times than not, uh, to my delight, I hear, yes, we do. And I start getting excited. Well, I've become less excited uh, as I, you know, go into more and more companies because just having a mentoring program and having an effective mentoring program uh, can be miles apart. And so don't just check the box. Truly take time to understand this future leader. What, what are their weaknesses? What's their personality type? What are their strengths? What have you discovered is their biggest area of opportunity? And then look inside your network to find them a good match. You know, if you have somebody that is passive and they need to be more assertive, don't give them a mentor that's not assertive, right? Like give them a mentor that's assertive. So, so put some time into this and really write this thing out. Like where do I see is their biggest growth opportunities? Where are they weak? Where are their strengths? Don't match their strength up with somebody that has the same strength. Find their area of weakness and opportunity and match them up with somebody that brings that in abundance and ensure that both the mentor and the future leader understand the expectations of this dynamic. Don't allow them to make this a check in the box for themselves. All right, here we go. What you know, walking down to the mentor's office for the monthly meeting. No, what's happening in the meetings? You, as the leader, as the one developing this person, you need to check in frequently, frequently with this future leader, and assess this relationship. What have their discussions been about? What have they learned through the experience? How have they implemented what they've learned? You need to ask these hard questions along this, this journey of this mentor-protege relationship because if there's not fruit coming from this effort, it's wasted time. And don't hesitate to pull the plug if it's not a fit. Move swiftly to pivot and find them a new mentor if need be. Also, if it's not working out, find out, is it the future leader's fault? If it is, they may be canceling themselves out of this opportunity. And for more on my thoughts around what great mentoring looks like and how to structure it, go back and listen to the show that aired on December 5th of 2019. Uh, you know, year, season one of the Champion Forum podcast, I, I tackled this. I broke down the fundamentals of a great mentoring relationship. I think you'll get a lot of value out of that. December 5th, 2019, I talk all about it. The second thing on this journey to nurturing and developing, assign them projects without being a leader, meaning, meaning this, assign them leadership opportunities without giving them a title. What we know is the leaders that carry the greatest influence were doing it way before they had a title. This is how you become the obvious choice. When you do this, it will strengthen their already existing problem-solving skill sets, and it's going to enable them to, f to try to find solutions to new challenges. Give these emerging leaders a challenging assignment that falls within their capabilities, but it's yet, yet it's going to stretch them a little bit. 
this, you're going to sit back and observe how are people responding to them. And maybe you have a project that they can lead, uh, a new initiative, a team contest, a new product launch, whatever it might be. This will give you the opportunity to see if they can lead people without a title. It also gives you the opportunity to let them fail and learn and ask questions as they face the inevitable challenges that are certainly going to come up. And, And let me stop for a moment and talk about this, let them fail. This is kind of part of it. Matter of fact, if you do this well, you're putting them into environments intentionally for them to fail because we know that failure is the greatest teacher on planet Earth. So when you put them in there with some direction, not a ton of direction, you should be giving them direction based off of desired outcomes, not how to do it step by step by step by step by step. That's not helping them. You need to release them, empower them, give them feedback release them, let them go out. You did this with your kids when you taught them how to ride a bike, if you have kids, right? You you, you told them, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to give you a push. You're going to pedal really hard. You're trying to teach your five-year-old the law of inertia, right? And they're like, what? I don't know. And you know, you know, there's just no way that you're going to push them and they're just going to ride off into the sunset like a Tour de France champion. No, it's not going to happen. You push them. What happens? Boom. They go about five feet. They fall off. What do you do as a parent? You, you pull them up, you dust them off, you get the bleeding to stop, and you say, look, not a, bad, not a bad run for your first time. Here's what I observed. Now, here's the changes that we need to make. Go back in, make a pivot, make a change, go do this. You have to see this kind of the same way. You, you want to consider having them present maybe in front of a group with direction and guidance. I love this one. Because this is an area that can be very intimidating for new leaders. Don't assume that people are okay with this. Public speaking, I will tell you, statistically speaking, people literally, a, a percentage of people on the earth would literally rather be dead than to have to speak in front of people. Give, give your new, uh, your future leaders this opportunity. Give them a topic, something to present in front of the team, in front of a crowd. Giving them this exposure before they have the pressure of the title, it will yield a great return for them. And when you're, do, when you're going about this, assigning them of projects without a title, make sure you're setting clear expectations. Give them healthy boundaries. Give them the resources that they need to win, but avoid micromanaging or interfering with their work. What we're doing in this moment is we're encouraging them to use their creativity, to take initiative, and, and, and use their judgment to find solutions and innovate. Support them. Uh, support them in taking risks. Let them know that failing is expected and encouraged. Let them uh, experiment and try new things. And your role in this is to create a safe, supportive environment where they can learn from failure. The third thing that I would recommend that you do with these identified potential future leaders is an invest – you have to invest in them. Invest in formal training. Notice I said invest and not spend money on them. This is an investment. And I realize that this isn't always a popular recommendation, but last I checked – The leadership and future leaders within an organization are going to be the difference in whether or not your company fails or succeeds. You can have the best products in the world. If you don't have great leaders as your nucleus, you will fail. 
adversely, you could have amazing leaders with mediocre products and win on the biggest stages. If you're not investing in leadership, you are certain to fail. Or, or at best, if you don't fail, you will struggle. I recommend that you are very intentional about performance management, about formal training. It starts with knowing what is their biggest opportunity and how am I going to give them the training in these disciplines? What's out there? Is it conflict resolution? What is it? Where, where is that person? This is customized, and I highly recommend that it's customized. If you aren't sure where to start and you're like, Jeff, I don't even know. I don't even know what workshop or webinar or book or whatever that I, I would have them go after. I will tell you that the three areas that I have observed that typically cause a leader to stumble early in their leadership tenure that you should consider investing in, three of them, accountability, emotional intelligence, and communication. This is the three-legged stool of leadership development. I have seen a lack in these three, one of these three, all three, two of the three, take leaders out pretty fast. They don't know how to give feedback or hold people accountable. They don't understand emotional intelligence or they're not a good communicator. By the way, these are three things that aren't easy to learn, so you better start now. Equip them to have the confidence that they're going to need once they get this promotion. If you're not able to afford formal training, then I would recommend book assignments, uh, podcasts to listen to, YouTube videos to watch, but don't just have them read them or listen to them. Be involved in the journey with them. Just to be certain that you you aren't just giving assignments, but rather getting their feedback on you know what they learned. You need to be involved. You you ask them. I, I used to love having people create presentations around what they learned. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to read this book. Then I want you to create a PowerPoint presentation, and I want you to present what you learned to the entire team. Now there's some accountability. Now you as the leader who hopefully already read the book yourself and you're a little bit more informed on the subject, you can really determine, did they really get this? You know, are, are they just, you know, are all their notes on a PowerPoint or are they literally articulating this and encourage them as they read the content, watch the videos, listen to the podcast? How would they adapt that to our environment, our workplace, our culture? And by the way, don't sleep on the show notes of the Champion Forum podcast. Not only do, do I deliver a weekly episode, but in the show notes, I highlight key takeaways. I offer questions for reflection, but I also include activities that can be done to further their development. And by the way, these can be delivered right to your email inbox every week by signing up for them at the bottom of our homepage, jeffhancher.com. This is a free resource, and literally, you can do this with your future leaders, and go through the exercises. What did you learn? How are you going to apply that? How would you answer these questions? Now we're starting to check the linkage a little bit and find out, are they getting this? The fourth thing, be a great role model for them. Well, thank you, Mr. Obvious. Man, that's a good one. Well, not everybody gets this one. Perhaps your most important task as a leader is to lead by example. As a leader that is showing the way to these future leaders, 
You got to model the values and behaviors that you expect from them. The leadership skills that you want to see in those that you are leading, that you are grooming, that you are developing should be the same ones they see in you every single day. You got to be professional. You got to be decisive. You got to be ethical. You got to model a strong work ethic. Uh, you got to be a leader that's supportive. And you should see the same, same behavior from them. But if you're not doing it, they're probably not going to follow suit. Remember this profound statement. You can teach what you know, but you'll reproduce who you are. Maybe you've heard that before. But I will tell you, it's one of the most profound things in developing the people around you. Just teaching somebody what to do only goes so far. But what I have found about the greatest leaders is that they reproduce themselves in other people. What do you have to give, leader? What do you have to give, and are you living it out? Leader, leadership is certainly much better caught than it is taught. You've probably heard me say that on this show, and it's true. You can't just give somebody a leadership book or have them listen to, to the Champion Forum podcast and just assume that they are going to be an absolutely amazing leader. It just doesn't work that way. Are they catching what you are? Are they catching who you are as a leader? Be a leader that's worth following. Be a leader that people want to emulate. I have found on this journey, when I look at people, I look at my own life, People seldom improve when they have no other model but themselves to copy. We leaders must provide ourselves as models to copy. Goodness sake, in my 20s, if I was the only model to copy in my own life, I would have been an absolute mess. But that wasn't the case. There were leaders around me that modeled out the way that showed the way, that went the way. And literally, I could have never picked up a leadership book, never listened to a podcast, never knew anything about leadership, and all I had to do was watch them live out their life, watch them live out the impact they were making, not only from a business standpoint and results, but the impact they had on other people. And I am beyond grateful for that. The question is, is that part of your legacy? Not only is this a great strategy to develop leaders, but it's also one of the most rewarding things that you can do in your career. Well, Paul, you asked a great question. It led me to a two-part episode, and I hope that this two-episode series has given you some insight into how to become a leader that is known for reproducing leaders. Leaders become great not because of their power, but because of their ability to empower other people. That's what leaders do who are known for reproducing other leaders. They use their position, they use relationships, and ultimately they, they use their knowledge to invest in their followers and develop them into those followers, making them the most amazing leaders. This is how you build fruit on your leadership tree. Leaders at this level shift their focus from simply getting the results to developing future people to developing the future leaders of the organization. And I'm, I'm here to tell you I love results. I do. And, and they're going to give you a good paycheck. They're going to give you great job security. But becoming known for reproducing leaders, 
It's not only going to increase your odds of promotion, but it also allows you to build great wealth. But most importantly, it's going to have a profound impact on your legacy. I hope this episode challenged you to stretch as a leader and become even more intentional about how you're going to go about creating future leaders. Maybe you're like Paul and you're listening and you have a question that you'd like to have answered on the show. If so, make sure that you email us at info at Until next time, take the challenge to reproduce yourself and others. Start building your legacy now and keep turning the pressure into potential. The Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher. Lead. Inspire. Win. Win.